Chapter 8 Ashburn Court looked almost magical under the heavy blanket of white snow. The bright midday sun shone down from the cloudless blue sky, causing the snow crystals to sparkle as they drove down the lane towards his house. As they came around the loop, Ben saw his driveway was free of snow and looked over at Gabriella, who glanced back. I added your drive to my contract while you were in the hospital, she said. Thank you. I'll reimburse you for the expense. You can take it off the contract now, he said. Isn't it too soon for you to be out lifting heavy snow? Don't try to fool me, because I can just ask Hannah. She raised an eyebrow and gave him a knowing look. He just scowled out the window as she smiled. I still want to reimburse the expense, he mumbled. The extra was minimal, and besides, Daniel may have disappointed me in many ways, but he did at least take care of his family's financial security, she said casually as she pulled into his driveway. Ben looked distinctly uncomfortable, then grimaced in shame at his knee-jerk reaction to her dismissive comment about her husband. He, of all people, had judged her. Idiot. What's wrong? She asked as she pulled up to the door and stopped the car. She sat back and looked at Ben. Nothing. I'm, I'm sorry. Thank you so much for taking care of my house and bringing me home. I really appreciate it, he said without looking at her. Ben, what's wrong? Did I say something to upset you? She said with a worried look on her face. He glanced over and saw her expression. No, it's just me. I'm still a little thrown off by the time loss, I guess. I'll get over it. Time loss. Her eyes were welling up just a little as she tried to think of what she'd said to disturb him. He saw the tears and his face dropped. No, please don't, he growled at himself for making her upset. It's nothing you did or said. It's all on me. I'm going to have to catch up. I'm missing a few more months out of my life, and everyone has moved forward but me, he tried to explain. She wiped her eyes. You must think I'm a ditz, constantly crying and carrying on, she sniffed. No, I think you're wonderful and kind and generous. Please don't mind me. I'll be fine. I'm sorry to cause you all this headache. He reached over and took her hand. She seemed to calm down once he'd done that. You're no headache, Ben. Let's get you inside, she said with a small smile. They went to the front door and stepped into the foyer. Ben closed the door with a thump and heard a strange noise from down the hall like a high-pitched squeak. He looked over at Gabriella, but she didn't seem to have heard it, so he dismissed it as his imagination. As they hung up their coats, they both heard a noise from down the hall. They looked around the corner, and Catherine burst out of the master bedroom door with a pile of bedsheets balled up in her arms. Her hair was disheveled, and her clothes were badly wrinkled. You're home early, she gasped with a smile. I wanted to make sure you had fresh sheets on your bed for your first day home. She seemed out of breath. It's always nice to come home to fresh sheets. Yes, that's very nice of you. Thanks, Ben said slowly. He wondered why she was wearing her shirt inside out and backwards. He absent-mindedly tapped his own throat where her shirt's tag was showing. Gabriella caught the motion and suddenly realized what he was looking at. Her face froze and Catherine saw Ben's motion and Gabriella's expression. She reached up and felt the tag. 
Oh, ha. I was in such a rush this morning. I didn't even look. Your machines are in this closet, right? She blurted as she strode quickly to the laundry room. Yes. He stepped past as she threw the sheets in the washing machine. Gabriella followed him as he entered the master bedroom. He got three steps in and froze. There was a scent in the room. A familiar scent. Female excitement. He stepped further into the room, walking towards the far side of the bed. Gabriella was in the doorway, and she smelled it as well. She stepped inside, and Catherine rushed into the room to get something she'd just discovered she'd left behind. She saw Ben picking something off the floor from the far side of the bed. Something pink. Something wet and giving off that distinct scent. Gabriella looked at her in shock. What did you do? she whispered. Did these fall off while you were removing my sheets? Ben growled. They saw him stop and close his eyes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Please forgive my tone. These are yours, I take it. Catherine nodded and stepped forward to take the panties from his fingers. He looked at the mattress and realized his pillow-top mattress was upside down. His only had pillow on one side and wasn't meant to be flipped. He looked at Catherine and reached down to the edge of the mattress and lifted it up. He felt twinges of pain in his side and they must have shown on his face, because both women tried to stop him, but he stared them down until they stepped back. He pulled the mattress up and towards him, then let it fall. Near its middle was a sizable wet spot. Catherine's expression was grim. She peered up at him from under her bangs to see how mad he was. You had sex in my bed? Ben asked quietly. He was trembling for some reason, and his mind was racing, doing nonsensical math formulas with calendar dates. He had to shut it down before he went mad. He held up his hand before Catherine could speak. No, again, I'm sorry. Don't answer that. Could I please have my home to myself for a while? I'd like to be alone if you don't mind. Thank you, Gabriella, for bringing me home. You can both leave the keys on the front table. She nodded and gripped Kat's arm, tugging her out of the bedroom with her. Ben listened until he heard the front door close. Then he left the room and went to the kitchen to get some cleaning products. Maybe he could salvage the mattress. Gabriella was livid. She was doing her best to stay calm, like Ben had, but it took everything she had to keep from leaping across the seat to strangle her friend. She drove them both to her place. Cat had the good sense to remain quiet until they were inside. Once they were in Gabriella's office, they sat down on a couch and faced each other. She took several deep breaths with her eyes closed, then looked at Catherine. The woman looked lost. She was looking down at her clenched hands in her lap, and the tears just started to flow. Gabriella's fury vanished and her heart went out to her friend. She reached out and took her hands. What happened? she asked gently. Kat looked up, her lips trembling. I, I couldn't sleep last night. I was so keyed up knowing Ben was coming home today. I know that's silly, but anyway, this morning I was up and I decided I would do something nice for him by changing the sheets on his bed. Like I said, it's nice to come home to clean sheets. She looked down, and her tears ran freely down her cheeks. Gabriella leaned her head against Catherine's and rubbed her shoulders. When her friend seemed to get control again, she leaned back. I went over to his house first thing this morning. 
The sun was just coming up. I used the key you gave me and went into his bedroom to change the sheets. When I pulled back the quilt, I smelled him. The warm, comforting scent from his sweater, but so much stronger. I couldn't help myself. I stretched, out on the bed, and just breathed it in. You weren't bringing him home until the afternoon, so I knew I had time. I needed to feel closer to him, so I, I took off my clothes until I was only in my panties and crawled under the covers, feeling the sheets caressing my skin while smelling him was so good. I felt like I was cuddled up in his strong arms, resting on his powerful chest. So safe and so wonderful, I must have dozed off. I had this amazing dream where he opened his bedroom door and I was still in his bed. He slowly took off his clothes and slipped under the sheets with me. He kissed me like he did in the hospital. God, that was hot. Then he took me. He was so big. I felt like I was coming apart, but it was so good. Catherine trembled at the memory. She looked up at Gabriella, embarrassed by the intimacy. She saw only understanding in her friend's eyes. I... I must have been touching myself in my sleep. It felt so real. I had one of the most powerful orgasms I've ever experienced in my life. When I woke up, I was drenched and the bed was soaking wet from me. I was cleaning myself up a little in his bathroom. When I heard the car doors close, I panicked. I pulled the sheets off, but the mattress was drenched as well because he didn't have a cover. I flipped the mattress over and pulled my clothes on fast as I heard the two of you coming in. Kat looked up at Gabrielle as her bottom lip started to tremble again. I've ruined everything. Ben's home, but he can't sleep in his bed, and now he hates me. She burst into tears, and Gabriella took her into her arms and rubbed the blonde's back. Ben doesn't hate you. He was a little off on the ride home. I said something that I think upset him. He tried to explain, saying something about everyone moving forward but him. The coma. Catherine pulled back and looked hopefully at her friend. For us, it's been almost four months since the accident. For Ben, it's been just a month and a half, and it might feel like less because of being stuck in that hospital room. We've had time to make progress in accepting our loss, but to him, it may seem like a sudden attitude change. She tapped Cat on the knee. I made a comment about how Daniel had disappointed me in so many ways. Ben got uncomfortable, as for him. It's like speaking ill of the recently deceased. Finding you had been in his bed doing. Cat suddenly looked cross. How can he judge us? He doesn't know what our relationships with our husbands had become. She looked at her despondent friend. And that's why he kept apologizing. He knows he shouldn't. I truly believe he's not trying to. But you know how his own marriage ended. He'll come around if we give him a little time and let him know what we've been through. He'll get it. Catherine suddenly stood up. I have to apologize. Gabriella grabbed her hand. Tomorrow is soon enough. Let him get his bearings. Have. Have I lost him? Blonde sank back to the couch, clinging to her hand. Gabriella was conflicted. She didn't want to hurt Cat. She truly was her best friend. But she also wanted Ben. She closed her eyes. No. Give him time. We'll go speak with him tomorrow. You can apologize then. 